TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And we do welcome you to another edition of the Two Guys at a Mic Show. Thanks for joining us here. Beautiful midweek Wednesday. We do some midweek musings of the sports talk variety on the show today. It's the coach and the big dog at your service on the other side of the glass. David Olson, producer extraordinaire. If you want to make it a three-way via the phone lines, we can do that indeed. We invite your phone calls at 888-463-6748. Again, 888 888- Four six three sixty seven forty eight. And again, thanks for uh, taking a little time out and joining us here on our internet sports talk show. Let's check in uh, via the telecommunicated phone lines with my good friend, the big dog, Joel Radwanski. Big dog, how are you? Coach, I am spectacular, especially when you make up a word that does not exist in any language, especially English. Well, it always makes me much better. Yeah, I do that on a regular basis. Which which word are you referring to? I'm not even sure. I think telecommunicative line, I think that is. Yeah, I kind of like that. I've used okay. that a couple of times. I don't know if it's an actual word, but uh, it, it qualifies under two regimes. One, it's uh, it rolls off the tongue. It feels good to say. And Actually, two... Yeah, it did. Huh? It, it did. I, I, yeah. I will admit that. <laughs> and two, even though it's not an actual word, I'm pretty confident that everybody knew exactly... What I was talking about. So as long as it solves those two things, I'm okay with. It. I don't care if it's technically not a word. When, when you think it solves an argument that that <laughs> you're having with me, okay, it doesn't. That's why I let you know, okay? Because yeah. you know I'll start making up words too, except you know they might not rhyme with stuff you want you want to hear, Coach. Well, I don't know. If both of us do it. It might not be good radio. I think if if if, if I'm linguistically bad and you try to correct me, keep me on the straight and narrow, we kind of have that check and balances, which of course makes our government so tremendously successful. <laughs> well, you know what? I, you know, I was thinking there are checks and balances, and but you know, there's also the military who actually defends the Constitution. You, you know what I'm saying? Wow, so, was, you know, there's. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, what if our government gets totally out of line. You uh-huh. know, it's actually written in our Constitution, and it's the job of the military to defend the Constitution. So there's actually a check and balance of our government because uh-huh. I was actually really contemplating this like the last couple. Like, like years, really. I'm giving you a slightly quizzical look right now, even though you can't see my quizzical look as well, I make that, up. Oh, speaking of the, that, we're gonna, that, I want to put an asterisk on that comment because we're going to speak about that later, Coach. My quizzical look? Uh, what are you I, putting an asterisk to? The fact that I can't actually look you eye to eye right oh, now, which well, is yeah, we keep you in check. If, okay, if, so. yeah, if, if we can get you in the studio, I think I can speak on behalf of all of our female listeners out there. That would be a positive thing for the show. But uh, I want to go back to your comment. The military defending our Constitution. That That is the, the number one responsibility of the United States military. And if, is, and if you ask anybody who has actually been in charge of people, you know what I mean? Not like privates who actually didn't even all they remember from the military is they learned how to tie their shoes yep. and and uh, like how to like not eat for like four days and march yeah. for five and use the latrine properly. Don't forget that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ripping the military at all. I, I absolutely love these guys. But which day is Veterans Day this week? Right, it's Thursday, right? Tomorrow. Oh yeah, tomorrow Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
So uh, you don't know really. I, I mean, my father was in the military, all that stuff. My my uncle, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the number one responsibility of the military is, is to defend the Constitution. Code. According technically, to technically, uh, according to uh, a couple lieutenants that I know and stuff, they're like oh, that's what that's like what generals like when you become a general. Uh-huh. You're, that's like your responsibility. They like tell you that's what you're supposed to do is defend. Right. The we're we're a little gun shy with that. And first of all, I got my notes here. I was going to bring up the Cavaliers losing Blackhawks. Home game tonight, NFL news and notes, got all my sports talk. And here we are talking about the Constitution defending the military. Welcome to our two guys in a mic sports show. But uh, if you're a regular listener, you know that more often than not, we jump off the sports page. That's just kind of the way we are. But um, we're uh, us of the liberal bent, Big Dog, are a little gun shy right now when we hear the Constitution brought up because I believe in some, particularly in some of the recent election jargon that was going on out there, I think some of the conservatives use the Constitution, in fact, if I could use the term, hid behind it, to defend some things that maybe could be out there for open discussion. They'd, they'd throw the Constitution. That's what the men who created the Constitution would have wanted. So I'm a little gun-shy with that term, but uh, you know a couple okay, of lieutenants. I, I don't I'm know shocked. specifically what you're talking about. I would instance, so, like, I don't want to, like, you know, like go into that. But, I, like, to, in general, I mean, I, I hate the fact that you say hid behind the Constitution yes. because uh, – I mean, well, you know what? The Bill of Rights, the first ten, are pretty solid right on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And every once in a while, there are some stuff that happens that is like it, it, it's it's sad, but mm-hmm. in the whole in the whole scheme of what's right, stuff like that happens every <laughs> once in a while. I mean, it, we it, it is a hard knock life. I mean, bad stuff happens. You know, even to good people. I I, I had to oh, giggle like, a little. Like me, I'm getting attacked, coach. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're getting attacked. <laughs> No, I'm okay. I, ha- I had to giggle a little bit when you started bringing up the uh, the the Bill of Rights. You remember the bit we did? It was part bit, part reality. It was you, me, and uh, Proposition 19 advocate Rob Half Pipe Pankton. And then how many Who? did I get right, Coach? How many? <laughs> well, we, every one. We every went one on, I got right. And, well, and, and I don't know if there's didn't even know what was there. Like uh, name one of the top. <laughs> name one of the. Bill of uh, what do you call it? it was the first ten amendments. Yeah, I got every one right, and you guys were like. Uh, uh, like half right thing well, was like freedom I, to carry a lighter into a concert. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it wasn't a test. We were kind of going over the amendments and the Bill of Rights and kind of grading which ones we liked, which ones we didn't like. Remember that? That's what it ended up being. It was a yes, it was yes. a beautiful ten minute. Uh, I think I still got that highlight tape. I may, uh, David. Do we have the technology old fashioned tapes? Can we play those? Uh, we can't play them here in the studio, but oh, in one of the editing suites, we can transfer it to another okay. media where we can play oh, yeah. it. So you like oh, that? You, you bring it. You bring it in. Okay. We can't play it. Big dog, did you like Heck that? Yeah. It's not not an editing room here at the TalkZone.com. It's an editing suite. Wow. Well, yeah, that's what we call that little uh, uh, cubicle out okay. there in the middle of the office. Sound, <laughs> you, you, you just killed the whole vision. It sounded much better in editing no, no, suite. No, I'll, I'll call it a suite, Coach. This, this, yeah. You yeah. got you got room service in there. It's plush carpeting. You know, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, well, all right. I don't know. Sports guys talk <laughs> politics, but so you know a couple of lieutenants. I'm I'm shocked to hear that. What yeah, lieutenants? Believe it or not, but it's it's through one though. It's not like I hang out with lieutenants. I hang out with one, and I've met other ones. And like there mm-hmm. was, it's a it's a discussion that comes up with these guys. 
very often, almost every time I'm with them. Mm-hmm. And I also steer it that way, too, just to let you know. I mm-hmm. always steer it towards politics and what they're supposed to do. All right. I, I've just talked to people of recent, particularly before the elections, who would bring up the Constitution. Maybe hide behind it is the wrong term, but... Uh, yeah, that's that, when you said that, I was like, well, right. please, please. I have. <laughs> but, you know what, I'm trying to remember a specific, and right now, of course, uh, under pressure on the radio here in front of thousands and thousands of listeners internationally, I can't come oh, up with a specific. Oh, by the way, yeah, okay. But but I, but I would argue, I remember in my arguments with them, I would say, go by the spirit upon which those fine gentlemen created the Constitution. And what would they have wanted? Maybe not the letter of the law, but the spirit upon which some of those constitutional amendments were made. And again, that's, it's, it's kind of vague without a specific. Yes, David? Uh, caller Adam, who did not want to come on the air, just yep. wanted to clarify Big Dog's point uh, that m- the military swear an oath of allegiance to defend the Constitution upon enlistment. Wow, that's Interesting. awesome. That's Interesting. awesome. Caller Adam, thank you for listening, yeah, by the way. We appreciate yeah. that. Thank you, Adam, one of our many uh, silent listeners out there. We much, much appreciate it. Anybody that wants to... Uh, Call in. You can do so, 888-463-6748. Of course, you can always express uh, your opinions, uh, plus, minus, anywhere in the vast in-between at our email site, which is Mike2GuysAOL.com, M-I-C in the number two, Mike2GuysAOL.com. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, Big Dog. We yeah. always have a special remembrance. I know it's uh, very near and dear to your heart, but um, it's a holiday for a lot. Let's make sure we remember what the holiday is truly about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's so many people and so many current people right now. I mean, it, yep. Veterans Day is always more important. I mean, typically we're the United States of America, so there's always mm-hmm. somebody fighting somewhere in the world, whether it be like only like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody in the United States that are actually in harm's way, but especially when you're talking about such a massive yeah. group of, in in Afghanistan and, you know, obviously still in Iraq. I mean, that's. I'll give you a little window. I'll give you a little window into our uh, young teenagers' mentality. My uh, older son's been talking about the fact that they got Thursday off of school now. You know, for a couple of weeks when we go over the November calendar. Oh yeah, we get a day off of school. Day off of school this morning. When I reminded him no school tomorrow, he goes, uh, "Oh yeah, why? Tell me again, why is there no school?" So for for two weeks, he knew there was a day off, and looking forward to that break in academia. But it just occurred to him today to even, like, ask, what's the reason for the day off? You know, I was pretty lucky, Coach. When I was growing up, I, our school really emphasized the reason why we had days off. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I mean, I, I, so I would have to say that uh, I have to give a thumbs up to every – like, I always – I remember all the holidays. I remember why we celebrated them. I can actually remember, like, our my teachers actually saying, you know, like, the reasons why these are important. Good. Uh, to remember, so mm-hmm. I, like I, I guess I was lucky that way. And because hopefully, I agree with you. Either people don't care, or they were never taught how important they were. Yes. Did your teachers, in addition to explaining it, did they um, foster a little creative discussion on it? I would hope uh, many teachers out there today, not just mentioning the holiday, but to, you know, break away from your social studies assignment, your math assignment, or whatever it might be. Even if you're not a, a U.S. history teacher, social studies, any class. Any class, take a break from the regular regime and bring up some current events discussions uh, on occasion at the very least. And, and, uh, and don't just lecture. Get the kids involved. Get them thinking about it. Did your teachers do the same thing or was it pretty much explaining and you guys sat back and listened? You know, it was it was very rare that we actually had a discussion like that when I was in school, Coach. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to admit, when I, you know, when I was in school, I was special. 
but like in, in probably the way that people don't want to be special. I, for some reason, I never, uh, you know what I mean? The only time I actually succeeded ever in, in, in class was like when we did that type of discussion type stuff. But it was just lecture stuff. I couldn't sit there for so, more than like a minute. So you I'm bought, not kidding you. You Next bought that in fifth I'm, grade, huh? When, when they took you aside and said, oh, guess what, Joel? You're going to be in a special class this year. Yeah, well, well, no, no, that actually. Well, but like the truth of the matter is, coach, I, I think I wrote up more all-time sport teams during class between yeah. the ages of like fifth grade through my last year in college mm-hmm. than I did anything else. Yeah. I, I mean, like legitimately, I couldn't. It was very difficult for me to find engaging uh, uh, professors or just yeah. regular teachers. But wouldn't it be fun to go back now? See, that's the you know, it's like youth. Is wasted on the young. You know, back then I didn't want. I wasn't really that interested in a science, a social study. I'm still not interested in math. I wouldn't want to sit in a math class. But no, no, I but now I'm taking math just to let me think right. To be honest, uh, That's crazy coach. But I, I think it'll help me right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but let me to interrupt you. Well, no, I got all kinds of issues with math. But we, you know, it's a one-hour show. We don't have time to get into my psychological problem with mathematics. But um, yeah, if we went back now, I'd love to go in and sit down and listen. You know. Do some of the same stuff we did sophomore, junior, senior year in high school and go over some of the history and social studies and some of the science stuff. I'd appreciate it so much more now than when you're a testosterone rage teenager. Well, you're exactly right. And I, I really believe that if I ever went back to school, the, the, I, I'm always considering myself learning now. Yep. And, and now, you know, many times I was, I've been writing people's papers. That, like, that was a job I did last year. I quit doing it after that whole Virginia thing that I happened. That, like, that kid right there just, I will not do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like, and it was crazy, Coach. I think I learned more about, like, the Romans and uh, and a bunch of other stuff than I ever did when I was in school learning this stuff, you mm-hmm. know, which is, you know, pretty funny. But, I, you know, you say youth is wasted on young. I still think uh, I am young, Coach. I still think of myself as, like, I have not become an adult yet. Mm-hmm. That, might, that might sound kind of stupid. No. But I really feel that way. I'm 38 years old, and yet, I, well, see, I'm extremely immature, which, you know, that helps. That's, you know, that's why you have to date young. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's generally speaking, you know, like I, for some, like I, like I refuse to grow up. That, that, I don't know. That's the only way I feel to be happy. Well, there's no reason to apologize for. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Stay young. Obviously, we got to mature in certain activities in our life. But uh, well, of course. stay yeah. young of spirit, young man. Stay young of spirit. No question yeah. about it. All right. So we'll, we'll do a little uh, salute to the uh Troops tomorrow on tomorrow's show, no question about it. Very good. I'm glad. Oh, heck yeah, we definitely will do that tomorrow. Absolutely. Again, our phone number here, 888-463-6748. I was going to bring up uh, some interesting scores in the NBA yesterday, Big Dog, and kind of... Oh, no, yeah. I don't know any of them because oh, I'm, I'm, with, throw, I'm, I'm without gonna... any type of electronic device besides the thing that I'm speaking on right now. Really? Yeah, and, yeah, and your, speaking into. Your iPod, your BlackBerry, your PSPs, they've all broken down? No, I just have the I just have the BlackBerry. So, like right now, I'm not sure if I have the handheld or the Palm Pilot. Don't start this again. Okay. <laughs> Was that on this show or the other show we used to do that? <laughs> every uh, every day I would inquire with you. Are you are you going handheld today or Palm Pilot? And you'd usually come up with some kind of smarmy response. Well, Don't. that's that's why you asked me, Coach. Yes, uh, apparently so. But uh, uh, well, first of all, the Miami Heat lost. Again, really? Who did they lose to? The Utah Jazz came from yes. 22 points down and beat the Miami Heat. And I wanted to put that score in conjunction with the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers, the team that was supposed to fall apart this year without who, LeBron James, who we know, who both of us know are the 93-94 Chicago Bulls. 
So, yeah, all right, yeah. fair comparison, fair comparison. Yeah. But they won again. They're four and three, pretty similar. Now it's early. It's early, so I, you know the you could make you could look very bad, but one could say that maybe it's not a league of superstars, big dog. Maybe you know it's the old high school adage, the old you know youth sports uh, saying where you know the the sum is greater than the the individual. Maybe the team is more important than the superstar. The Heat struggling, the Cavaliers doing very well. Thank you very much. Without superstar LeBron James. Okay, well, the fact of the matter is this: the Miami Heat they got the glitter, but they ain't got the glue, coach. That's that's the difference. They've got all these great players, but uh, not since they all, but they got you know three of them. What? Look at the rest of that team, and especially with the injuries they've had of the decent players that they've had that they picked up. I mean, they're going to lose a lot more games, coach. I'm not saying for over the course of the year. We'll figure out what happens in January, but I look at this team right now. I mean, they've got, well, like Mike Miller's out. A bunch of other people are limping around. They're not very deep. So You are not a fan of Udanis Haslam? Um, actually, I am a, a fan of Udanis Haslam. How about a I Carlos? Am. Carlos Is it Carlos Arroyo? Rudy Arroyo? Bronson uh, Arroyo? Whatever. Well, Bronson, Bronson Arroyo is a guy that finally got his sinker down for the first time <laughs> in his career since 2004. Okay, so it would not be Bronson Arroyo. Maybe it's it's one of the flying Arroyo athletes out there. But he uh, is a starting guard for the team now. Um, yeah, exactly. There you go. And I can't. I don't. I, I'm, I'm trying to fight. Fight for his first name. So uh, the, you know what the you know what the Cleveland Cavaliers have? They have a chip on their shoulder. Yep. Uh, the Miami Heat have a bunch of guys that are at the beginning of a long-term gigantic contract. That's when you feel normally pretty comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. I know these guys have pressure on them that they put on themselves. Let, 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 let's admit it. These guys are smart enough to. Uh, to know what's going on in the world to get, uh, you know, <laughs> two other guys with them to get these gigantic contracts. Yet, mm-hmm. they were dumb enough to add pressure to everything that they did. So then again, if it pans out, you know, they look like geniuses. Yeah. And we, and we might be playing this tape back in about two and a half, three months. David Olson, our producer, is very, very good at, uh, taping things that we could be embarrassed with and then play it back later on and fully embarrass us. That's part of his why, job. Why would we be embarrassed, though? I don't, I don't well, we could be very easily embarrassed when I'm bringing this up and three months from now the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, the, the fun in the beginning of the season has worn off and they're like 8-32 and 32 at the time. And, and the Miami Heat, you said they got no glue. Well, maybe they do have glue, big dog, and they've put down the glue. It just hasn't set in yet. Okay, yo, I, oh, I see exactly what you're saying. No, yeah. I, Coach, the Miami Heat are going to win 60 games. Okay, so when they win 60, we'll find out if they can win the championship and all that, if they can really – because when it comes to the playoff time, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's all that really matters in this league. Let's face it. it, You have to position yourself to get yourself in a nice spot for the playoffs during the regular season. These guys have five months to gel into a good basketball team. So – if they if they end up going like fifty five and twenty seven this year, people are like, oh, they didn't, they weren't a success. But if all of a sudden, you know, all three of those guys, and Chris Bosch gets twenty points and ten rebounds every game, Dwayne Wade gets twenty five with uh, miscellaneous behind it because that guy does pretty much anything that you need, and you know, LeBron James doesn't turn the ball over. All of a sudden, you know, they're the mm-hmm. one of the great teams. So thirty nine points, by the way, yesterday for uh, uh, Dwayne Wade, who's. To, to LeBron James's credit, he's letting Dwayne Wade still be the show out there. I think that's a good, you know, uh, LeBron's playing a little bit more of a complimentary role. He was 5 for 18 shooting yesterday. Not very good, but Dwayne Wade red hot with 39. And for the Cavaliers, a star has been born, Big Dog, J.J. Hickson, 
who came off the bench for him last year. Remember against the Bulls and other teams, you could see a little bit of potential with this guy, but man. Hey, if your teammate got J.J. Hickson, then your team can use some fixing. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Yes, yes. Go. Yeah, but he's having a hell of a year. There's a, there's a breakout star who probably was a star ready to be born, but it's hard to be a star when you got LeBron James on the team. Anyhow, I thought that was, it's early, no, but no, it's interesting. It's easy to become a star if you got LeBron James on your team. Just all you got to do is just play a lot of defense and and, uh, and hit open shots on offense. That's, that's, that it's not that difficult, Coach. Even I could do that. Well, I don't know if that's the not definition. Not on the NBA level. You know. I don't know if you become a star doing that. You can be a piece on a winning team. Well, exactly. And if you win the championship, yes. then all of a sudden, it depends on what city you're in. Like mm-hmm. in Miami, yeah, you can't open up a restaurant in 20 years by being a backup to uh, you know, LeBron James. But if, if you were in Chicago right now, if you were in the 85 Bears, you can open, you can be like, hey, I'm Dave Dorson and I haven't cashed in on enough on the 85 Bears success, so I'm going to open up my restaurant mm-hmm. and people would go there. Go so believe it. Yeah, you can become a star coach just by doing those little things on a championship team. Dave Dorson did open up a restaurant. He called it Double D's and he had a few people show up that uh, weren't exactly looking for food. Coach, that's an amazing idea. That. I already told you. I, I, I'm going to have to. I know you're joking, but I'm actually going to have to go to Dave Dorsen <laughs> and offer him this. This, this is. I better hold on. A I need to, anybody can write a business plan out there. Give us a phone call, Coach. What's our phone number? What do we need a business plan for this yeah, show? No, we, for, well, and we'll and we'll offer this to Dave Dorsen and anybody else that just happens. Don Drysdale, no, he isn't with us anymore. I'm sorry, that's not good. Well, we need another couple of double D's. There you go. Yet another. Danny Davis. How about the guy that's going to be the next mayor of the city of Chicago, Danny Davis? Interesting. So Interesting. He has been he has been selected by the uh, African American Coalition of Chicago to represent them. Danny Davis, one of your premier candidates for the who, new mayor of our think, fine city. Who do you think Barack Obama will uh, actually give the nod to, Rahm Emanuel well, or Danny Davis? Well, he'll, no, Barack will stay out of it. He's not going to he's not going to advocate anybody. You you know my position. It's ABR. ABR. Anybody but Rahm. Anybody but Rahm. I may, and I love the city of Chicago. If, if Rahm Emanuel, no, but I, I would love to hear a mayoral uh, speech with bleeps in it. That would be pretty cool, Coach. <laughs> I guess every negative would have a few positives. <laughs> <laughs> Might be entertaining. I can hardly wait for the Walter Jacobson perspective. Oh, uh, I, I haven't watched local news in a long time. That's yeah. what I got to get back to, Coach. The you room. need, you need to get cable. You need to get not only those, when I'm at home, I do, but I'm sleeping in a studio, Coach. So, Have you been able to catch up on the award-winning uh, Kenny Mc- Danny McBride show, Eastbound and Down? Oh, Coach, uh, uh, Cloudy canceled all cable. Uh, and right when he that's... did it, he was like, right before Eastbound and Down started, and, and like I mentioned, he's like, man, maybe I should have waited six weeks. I just said you had to get cable. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I should have waited. <laughs> You're also missing uh, Bill Maher, who continues, in my opinion, to be brilliant, if not somewhat uh, uh, skated towards the, the liberal side. But his show, what's it called? Real Time. Outstanding. The most recent edition. David, you ever watch it? Uh, occasionally. I, I can only take Mar in small doses, to tell well, you the truth. I, yeah, I like take, him. take him I in like this him. week. Take him in this week's dose. I do too. I like him a lot. Big dose. No, 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 so that's what you guys always, yes, it's funny how you guys call me conservative, where, and I'm just pretty much open minded is basically what yes. I am, but I don't like, never mind. I don't even want to get started politics. But this week's show, he's got Bill O'Reilly on. They go one on one for about 10 minutes. That, that's pretty good stuff. And then uh, my favorite columnist slash talk show guy, I think the most brilliant 
mind that there is out there in not politics, but in political commentary now, and that's uh, Fareed Zakaria. Not sure if you're familiar with him or not, but that guy is brilliant. You know who he is, Big Doe? Um, that name does sound sound familiar, but I I, I cannot say he's at in, all anything he's done or whatever. So right. he, no. he's an oft guest, oft guest on many of the different talk shows. Used to write uh, senior editor, I think, for Newsweek. He has now switched over. Newsweek, by the way, you call the Sun Times the pamphlet. If you've gotten the recent couple of issues of Newsweek, it's down to about 18 pages, 12 pages, or whatever it might be. Newsweek's on the way out. He recently made the switch over to Time Magazine. But uh, good stuff. you got to get your cable back. You're missing a lot of good shows, my friend. Well, Coach, I'm only – I'm only like I'm at home on the weekend, so I'm, I'm there. We have the sports package, but we just don't have, like, you know, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, during the week, i got other things to do. And Aurora to Chicago, uh, it, you know – if I get a helicopter one day, maybe I, I can live out there every day. But if you, it, it, it's unbelievable. So I, I'm basically, I'll just stay in the city when I have work to do in the city. All right, fair enough. As long as you can keep checking in from 10 to 11, that's what our listeners want to know. They want to hear the big dog. One hour a day, five way, days a week. Tomorrow, 10 to 11. What did I say? I'm going to be in, in the studio as long what? as I get a chauffeur ride hey. to oh. the studio. Because wow. I'm in the, yeah, yeah. Veterans Day special. Big Dog in the house. I'll have to see it to believe it. Dog, we're going to take a quick break. You definitely will have to see it because you're the one that's going to have to pick me up, Coach. All right. (laughs) We'll talk after the show. When we come back, I want to talk some college football. Great ball game last night. Tuesday night, college football. We'll go over some of the other games and uh, talk some NFL news and notes on our midweek Wednesday music. Back in a minute. TalkZone.com. Two guys, one mic. are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john cone and the big dog joel radwanski on talkzone.com welcome back big dog and the coach big dog uh very uh reasoned very mellow i always say david the big dog takes life with a grain of salt which i always appreciate but the only problem is i have a high i have hypertension coach hyper who Hypertension. Ah, and that, the, the great assault is kill me. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I wrecked your punchline. Be careful, sorry. though. That can, that can kill you. I was going to say, along with the only problem is, along with Big Dog's grain of salt, usually is a slice of lemon and a shot of tequila to go with it. That seems to be the uh, problem. Thank no, I don't much. use a training wheels. I drink my tequila straight. Woo! And it's a slice of lime. Slice of lime. Yeah, thank you. Good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. You I wasn't paying attention right when you said, yeah, I just don't use them. You don't I like... don't have hypertension, by the way, Coach. I'm actually pretty healthy. <laughs> You don't like your tequila with a slice of lime? No, no. Typically, how I drink my tequila is uh, I put some ice in a glass and then just pour wow. it, That'll... and count, and then I count to seven, and then I quit pouring it, and uh... then I just squeeze a lime in there. Okay. And then I'm done with it, and then that's all, and then I drink it like that. That'll take care of your hypertension. 
I don't do too many shots. I like to drink alcohol that I can actually taste. Shots are a waste to me. But mm-hmm. sit there, hey, let's see how fast we can drink it. Then that's probably something that doesn't taste very good. Mm. So that's why I like to drink do it you, like that. Do you, do you squeeze lemon in your Corona beer? Or are you a? Uh... No, I don't drink Corona very often. But okay. do you know why? Do you know why people put a? Uh, a lime or a lemon into uh, the top of a Corona and why it became a tradition. I know why I do. I love the the taste. By the way, when I say this, people are going to get mad. Uh Some people get angry when I say this. But it was because uh, uh, flies don't get in your beer because basically when you're in Mexico, it's a different climate. It's like a jungle Mm -hmm. climate. There are a lot more bugs out there. Mm -hmm. And bugs will fly into your beer all the time. Everybody knows that. But if you're around it uh, 11 and a half months out of the year instead of like four, a little different, so that's why they originally put a fruit in the top of uh, so a little okay. your Corona was so bugs and flies don't fly into your beer. Interesting. So it's not that the fly is turned off by the smell or the taste of citrus. It's you simply yeah. stick it in there so they can't get in there. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Interesting. Little tidbit of information. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't, I don't know if it's true either. I, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, but it's like a big debate. It's a really like I've like I've heard talked like something mm-hmm. to me. People are like, yeah, it's true. And others are like, oh, we're trying to say there's uh, Mexico has a bunch of flies in it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I was like, no, that's no, not what I'm trying to say. Uh, you're just stating the case. It's not a, a well, political statement. It was or... a Russian girl and a Mexican guy in the argument. That was pretty funny. Uh-oh. Yeah. A Russian guy and a Mexican girl. That's not a good comment. Her name was Ivan Kuchibolso. God bless you. Yes. Hope it's not contagious. And then we have a Polish <laughs> man like yourself in between. Yes. Well, no, no. I was, I was far off. I was off on the side. I wasn't in, but I wasn't getting in between them. She, she was probably packing a gun or something. <laughs> oh goodness, big dog! If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? At full speed, coach. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, I do have a new man crush in the world of sports. You know how I kind of jump from guy to guy. It was most recently. A- you need protection. Texas Rangers second baseman Ian Kinsler. There was someone else who came up, but I got a new guy out there. Uh-huh. I got a new guy. It's the fine head coach of the Northern Illinois University Huskies. Brand new top 25 team. They put 65 on a good Toledo team last night. I am all about Dr. Jerry Kill, the head coach for Northern Illinois. Did you watch that game last night? Uh, coach, I am so glad they put a beat down on Toledo. No, I did not. And I didn't find out about it until right then. You know, I, I had to work, uh, I had to referee the championship games in, in a bunch of rec leagues last night. Ah, any controversy? No, we'll get to that if you want to talk about it. I, I call the perfect game, but there was controversy because there was a knucklehead on one team, but I call the perfect <laughs> game. So, uh, but yeah, tell me about it, coach, because I, I was really excited. You know, you know, I didn't know it was 16 out of 18, but we've talked so many times about how Northern Illinois had good teams and laid an egg yep. in the Toledo game, and it cost them representing the West uh, for the MAC championship. So what happened last night? 65. Oh, you didn't even hear the score? No, no, I, did, I haven't. Northern Illinois, 65. Five Toledo thirty. Wow! I think in the that is a they Toledo has deserved that for years. <laughs> I think it was something like fifty-five points scored in the third quarter. I wow. mean, it was unbelievable. Chandler Harness, the quarterback for Northern Illinois, he uh-huh. looked he looked jet propelled last night. I mean, he would drop back in the pocket, some design run, some undesigned, and he would sprint through Big Dog. And he would make the defenders look like they were standing in place. I mean, that dude can run. That is the ultimate weapon. And, and, and the first thing your quarterback's got to be is a leader of men. You know, we talk about that. Don't throw the football to the other team is important. But if you've got a running quarterback, that is the ultimate weapon, coach. That's something that defenses just can't account for. And when, and when they have to, mm-hmm. everything else opens up. 
yet it rarely translates, interestingly enough, to the NFL. Yeah, exactly. You have to really be able to run if you can play quarterback in the NFL. You can't be a good runner in college. You have to be an incredible runner mm-hmm. in college. Now you see so, some NFL quarterbacks that scramble, but yeah, yeah, but in like college or, you see yeah. more and more. We, you know, Northwestern Dan Persia, you know, Cam Newton will do it, and certainly this Chandler Harness can. Lots of quarterbacks. Cam Newton will do it. What are you talking about? He's leading the SEC well, in rushing. But. And I, you've seen more Auburn than me. Isn't yeah. a lot of Cam Newton's runs not so much designed, but he creates on his own as opposed yeah, to a set play? Exactly. Exactly, which means yeah. you're exactly right, which is the one thing that defenses definitely can't account for. When you do everything right and all of a sudden you have a six foot five guy that's 250 pounds with unbelievable balance and he's running a, like a, you know, a four, low four, six, four, five, forty. And maybe mm-hmm. even faster than that when you see how like, how he can accelerate. Yep. That guy, he accelerates like a linebacker, Coach. He's, the only, uh, only thing that can slow Cam Newton down right now is uh, filling out his tax returns for the money he earned last year. Well, uh, no, it's okay, Coach, because uh, <laughs> it was given to a church. Oh, is it's that right? okay. You know, they, they, that's, you know I'm, if I'm going to go corrupt, Coach. I'm definitely going to open up myself a place of worship. Definitely. That's not, a bad, that's not a bad way to go. Yes, yes. Not a bad way to go. What would you call it? The, the Church of Dog? Church of Big Dog? Oh, that's not bad. Okay, that's but that's uh, not good. Why? Well, we well, I I have to think about like mm-hmm. my fundamental principles, coach. Like eh, um, fundamental principles overrated very often. No, well, you got to have some, right? Don't they ask you that yeah. when you start these things? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I want to I want a place that I can get free alligator shoes and a big belt buckle. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> that's and not I don't want to have to pay taxes on this yeah. stuff, and yeah. I want to be able to really not have to work and have a bunch of people yeah. like you know be have a bunch of yes men around me. Starting a church, or I shouldn't say church, place of worship. So, for all the young listeners out there, if you want to be a greedy son of a gun like so many people are out there, first create uh, you know find a cheap lawyer, create a quick little five hundred one three C, put together a nice church, and then you can. Uh, do all your shenanigans, and anytime you're questioned, you can say, "Well, the money is being sifted off to your quote unquote church." Church, coach, let's, let's not be racist. We got to call it the place of worship. You have yes. to be right now. Yeah, you know, you're, you're very like you yes. said, you are liberal. Yes. Oh, so, it's got to be a place I of was, worship. I was I like using church. Idea. I was using church as a uh, euphemism for a religious place of worship. Thank you for that correction. Okay, well, that just, I know you're not, so I just don't want you to be construed as this, because you, our listenership is going up as this show is going on. I'm yes. watching our ratings right now. Okay. <laughs> you are, huh? Yeah. What is it, a little graph? No, believe it or not, I'm in a place with like 900 computers. No televisions, uh-huh. but computers everywhere. That's, well, that's our lifeblood here. As we switched over from radio to the internet, we need computers, Big Dot. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need computers. Hopefully a computer can teach me how to like, like, like take care of myself and stuff. Make sure, make sure you spread the word and pass the gas. Thank you very much. My old partner David used to say with uh, Brian Bauer with Joel, he said, used to say, thank goodness they don't have scratch and sniff radio. Well, a man eats a little bit too much sauerkraut one day, and all of a sudden he's a living legend. Uh, that is one of the benefits. I miss you in the studio. There's no question. The face-to-face, uh, I think our show is a little bit better. One of the minor, minor benefits of not seeing you is uh, my cardiovascular system and my breathing has been much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not fair, Coach. My, my doctor analyzed. He said, what, what, what are you, been taking walks out in the fresh air? I go, no, just doing the show without Joel. All right. it's, it's, it's pretty bad when I can affect one man's health. Yes, you know, I'm not eating as healthy anymore, which means that I, I, I definitely am not as combustible, Coach. <laughs> 
65 to 30 anyhow was the final score. Tuesday ESPN2 college football was good stuff. Northern Illinois looking very much big dog like a legitimate top 25 team and they're going to go to the Motor Bowl in Detroit and play uh, I have no idea who but they're a heck of a football team. Yeah, were they were just wonder were they wearing the all black last night cuz how often do they get on national television? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And be the, the one game. Mm-hmm. See, last night you had at least a million people who had a hundred dollars on that game watching it like it was like yeah. it was uh, the only thing in the world. Trust me. Yeah, they they uh, the team was decked out in the red and black, and the fans were in a complete blackout. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Now only hold on a second. Are you trying to say there was a, a blackout in Kane County? Did they find them? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice to that. 888-463-6748. Big Dog, I'll let you make the call. We can go out to line 1, 2, 45, or 76. Your call. I don't I don't particularly like those numbers, but I'll go with line number 76 and Mary really? Motley, the first African-American ever in NFL history. Also the number of Steve McMichael out the line. 76 we do. It's caller Robert checking in. Robert! Hey, Coach. How you doing? I listen to your show. Love your show. Yeah. And I just have a, a question right now. You know, I mean, you, you know that uh, we have Chi-Town Mix and stuff like that. And Joel has been on a losing record lately. Yes. And I was wondering if we could bring him in and you could rub his head, give him some luck or something, because I am receiving all kinds of hate email about how he's lost them this money, this and that. Yep. And, I mean, I'm from both coasts. It's, it's amazing because <laughs> the knowledge and the passion and the feel for the game, more importantly, great feel for the game the big dog has. Someone with all those attributes, it's unbelievable how he can consistently pick incorrectly on his football picks. Coach, I have a I winning know. record on our show. I do believe I'm 16 and 13 right now. On which show? Is that is that true? Is that true on your show? Because I mean, you said yeah. you record these these uh, these shows and, stuff yes. and you could go back and you could be embarrassed later on and stuff like it that. Ha- happens because on a regular I'm, basis. Yeah, because I'm, I'm feeling that right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, wait. No, I'm 16 and 13 on the season. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Six to so on. Chi- so what do you? So you're you're on like Chi- Chi- Mix, and- I, Okay, on Chi-Town Mix, I went three and one, then one and six, so that, that's four <laughs> and seven. Okay, and then I went one and three, so that's five and ten, and then I went uh, three and one, so that's eight and eleven, and then two mm-hmm. and two, so I'm ten and thirteen on yeah. Chi-Town Mix. To the, I think I could speak for most of the people out there, Robert, and uh, hopefully some of the ChitownMix.com people. Have fun with the Big Dogs picks, enjoy it, but most of all, be entertained. Whatever team he picks, you want to watch the Big Dog makes it, make his picks. That's 99% of the fun. By the way, yeah, and, and, and you, you have to read what's in front of the picks, Coach, because I say <laughs> that, but I say it in the in a, you of all people. Yes. Have you ever read what I put before or what, or what Robert has before the picks? Typically, no. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer is good. Go. You know, now we've gone to like talking stories about Wade Phillips is getting, you know, got fired. You know, what the Cam Newton scandal. You know, of course Randy Moss. You know, I mean he's hot right now and stuff. I mean we have kind of done less and less picks because you know he started off really good, but now you know, mm-hmm. kind of a one of the things we shuffle at the bottom now. <laughs> it's an interesting website, Robert. ChitownMix.com. Give us a quick a quick synopsis, goals and objectives of the website. Very entertaining stuff out there, but uh, the subject matter and where do, where do you plan on going with that outstanding website? Um, basically, it's uh, just all about Chicago. Okay. You know, restaurants, bars. You know, obviously sports and stuff like that. Uh, entertainment. You know, it's uh, 
it's going to be eventually a community-based website. I mean, you can log on and leave comments and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. if you've been to a bar and you say, oh, the drinks are great here and stuff. But really, it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's like, well, it's like a Metro Mix, but with video. Because we are, you know, that's our content. You know, mm -hmm. we make videos about bars. And, of course, we have Joel, you know, going around interviewing. He's a great person to work with, mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, you know, doing interviews and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, you know, it's just all about Chicago. And, you know, news, you know, you go to the homepage and, you know, you could get all your business news, mm -hmm. your sports news, whatever. All right, Chicago-based. Big Dog, you remember our old partner, the dearly departed, but still with us, Brian Bauer. Do you remember he had a website way back in the day, www.drunkenchicago.com? Oh, it, yeah. It basically <laughs> featured featured bars and people could plug it in and, and see where the bar specials were, et cetera. So, yeah, well, uh, we're going to do that, but of course we're adding the video of the actual bar, and mm -hmm. we're trying to get people to the website to actually watch video of stuff around Chicago, and then also all kinds of news, no matter where it be. So. so you could go out for a night in the town, and then the next day when you sober up a little bit, plug in, go to the bar where you were at, and, and possibly see yourself being embarrassed. Yeah, yes, as soon yes, as that is. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. that. that is definitely... Uh, and we're going to bring that to different liquor companies, mm -hmm. and whoever bids the highest is going to get our services. Cool. And we're going to go to different bars and, and push their particular brand of drinks, Coach, uh -huh. and then say and hand out URLs saying, hey, why don't you go to this uh, website uh -huh. and watch your videos? And they don't realize that they'll be watching commercials at the time because we're going to do it covertly. Nice. You see what yeah, I mean, Coach? And that, that's, I love it. that's the way I advertise nowadays. to have people uh -huh. not realize they're getting Because people, when they see an ad, they just click right off it. But if they're all of a sudden getting advertised to and don't realize it, that works very Interesting. well. Interesting. I like that plan. And, then they, and then, then they put it on their Facebook, their MySpace, and they share it. And so basically mm -hmm. they mark it for you, too, and they give it to their friends. Okay. But uh, I was wondering, you know, one of these days, could we just come down, bring the big dog down? We could. Uh, we want to do a little reality spinoff because, you know, I love your show and stuff, and I want to follow a camera, follow him into your show, possibly. Absolutely. Forget oh, possibly. Great, uh, great. I, can, yeah. I can answer that definitively. Uh, yeah, no problem. Great, great. Love to do that. I still, Big Dog, I, th I would still like to take our show out to a local bar and try to do it at a particular establishment. I don't know well, if we can pull it off. Well, talking to the right people now, Coach. We we can actually make give that legs is the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. So, Producer that, David. That sounds like a really good idea, actually. Go go to a bar and talk about sports and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. that would. Basically do the well, same. Hey, you know, think of me. Think of me, dude. I'll help you produce that. <laughs> <laughs> And I will say, Robert, I've told Joel this, and I know I'm not completely objective because, uh, you know, he's a radio partner of mine and a good friend of mine. But when I see the interviews the Big Dog does, the man about town or wherever it might be, it's a refreshing change from all the TV interviewers we see that are so canned. And so and a lot of them are good, but the word I would use is a lot of them are sterile. Big Dog yes. brings the, uh, and it sounds cliche to say, the every man's kind of approach to the interview, but it's a refreshing change, at least from one man's not completely objective uh, perspective. Coach, you know, I, I do know that I have to work on some stuff when, in, in terms of interviewing people and yeah. everything that, I, that I'm trying to do. I'm but really trying to perfect my skills. But don't work too hard, if you know what I mean. Okay, well, the one thing that I, I, I'm never going to change is this, and this might sound cliche, but I actually listen to the people that, I, that I'm actually interviewing. I try to actually understand, like, I don't have my, my response already in mind when I say what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I really don't know what I'm going to say to them because I'm actually listening to what the person has to say. That's great. So That's great. I, and I really think when I watch interviews and I see people like ask questions, mm -hmm. 
like sometimes the the question, their second question matches their first question, but it doesn't match what the person just said. I love that approach. What'd you say again? Like, uh, <laughs> do you really want me to say that again? No, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm hey, kidding. I, I, I have a sports question for you, Coach. Yes, sir. What's your uh, feelings about Randy Moss? Like as a player, as a team player? I, I don't like him. I mean, oh. I obviously respect his talent, but I would not want my team, any team I'm rooting for, to pick him up. The older I get, Robert, the more I enjoy watching sports, but the more I enjoy rooting for uh, players and teams that I like, that are yeah. easy to root for. So I don't like him. Yeah, so do you think his personality is, uh, you know, it's actually bad for a, a, a team setting? I mean, because his ego is so big and it prevents him possibly, like, interacting properly with his teammates and stuff? Or yeah. does that not no, I absolutely. I think his attitude is a negative with the team. I know they're professional athletes, and they can deal with it to some extent. But uh, his talent, unquestioned, but I don't like his attitude. And I do think uh, it does provide, prove to be cancerous even at the professional level. You, you know, Coach, you might be right. And I, for some reason, I, even though he was a Viking, and I hate the Vikings, uh, was uh, yeah, I, for, and I'm old school. For some reason, I have like this place in my heart for for Randy Moss. For some reason, I have no idea why, but I like I can't stop watching the guy. Mm-hmm. But I like, I, but I'm more than willing to jump on board with you. Do you know that the, I I read something where when uh, his team is up by 15 points or more, he catches like 71 or 75 percent of his targets. You know how many times they throw to him. But when his team is down by 10 points or more, he only catches like. 53% of the targets. Interesting. So Interesting. basically, he's a front runner. His I'd, team has to be good. Uh-huh. His team has to be winning. And then, That's, oh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm going to try. Yeah, like, but the team is so – he's not the guy you want in the corner when your team is losing. It's like, the, the, guys, it's like the guys – No, Michael in, Jordan is the best way I can tell you. We've seen many Chicago Cub baseball players over the years that uh, once they're out of contention have huge – August and September, their stats look great, but the key is you got to hit, you got to perform when you're still in contention, when it counts. Yes, yes. And, and I, I want the guy who, when, when times are bad, when things aren't good, is he the one you want in your corner? Is he somebody that you know you can deliver the ball to and make a yeah. comeback? Because football ain't easy. Neither is life, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, very philosophical. Hey, Robert, we appreciate the call, appreciate the support with the program, and again, the website, ChitownMix.com, right? All right. Thank you so much, Coach. Beautiful. Thank you, Robert. Great website. Chitown, uh, C-H-I. Maybe if it goes well, Big Dog, you, you know, Robert and the rest of the group, you you franchise the idea. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a good idea, Coach. You know, you move we it would, out we to, would love to franchise the idea. Move it out you to know, Phoenix and you go Phytown, you know, Mix.com, out to St. Louis, wherever it might be. and uh, Yeah, St. Louis, Mix.com. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. What, what do they call St. Louis, Coach? What is, what's their nickname? Because they got like Motor City Mix. River, what is St. Louis? The River City? Whatever. Whatever. We could, we could come up with the name, but the concept is very, very good. You know what is funny, Coach, is you know how, like, sometimes we'll get uh, people will call in and ask us questions, and basically they already know the answer. They just wanted to hear their voice on the radio. Mm-hmm. No, that was really – that really was a question. Now, I'm not kidding you. Like, two and a half weeks ago, I, was, I started saying, hey, we got to do some Brett Favre stuff, and he, he said to me, who's Brett Favre? And he meant it. I had to describe who <laughs> Brett Favre was. I was like, not like, oh, what team does he play for? Not like – he was like, who is he? I'm like, he's a quarterback in the NFL. He at least knew what a quarterback was. That's a good start. That's a good start. Not knowing Brett Favre, not a particularly good finish to it, but uh, whew. I would think if you'd survey the man on the street, even females, it just if you walked around the city of Chicago right now and stopped adults aged 20 to 50, 
what percent would recognize the name Brett Favre? I would have to say to you, eighty-six percent. I, I was going to out of seven people. I was going to go eighty-eight percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty to fifty. If you did senior citizens, there'd probably be a lot, a, a right. lesser percentage on that. Um, well, by the way, I meant to bring up in our NFL news and notes midweek musings here. Did you see uh, the hard luck team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, who lost the game because their field goal kicker got hurt in the Damakon Sue? 300-pound-plus defensive lineman had to come in and kick an extra point. He missed, and they lost the game in overtime. That extra point would have won it for him. Their starting quarterback for the second time this year, Matt Stafford, big dog, looks like he is out for the seasons if the Lions... Oh, man, that's if, too bad. If they didn't have bad luck, they wouldn't have any luck at all. Yeah, Dan. And that is confirmed. He oh. is out for the season. Shoulder again, right? Separated shoulder? Correct. Is it his left one or his right one? We will check which clavicular okay. muscle has been thrown out. It was his throwing. Last year he separated his left shoulder and was out for a bunch of games. And this year he hurt his right shoulder when on yeah. the Julius, Pe- Julius Peppers hit. Yep. Legal hit, let's, yep. let's remind everybody. Yep. So, Opening you know, game of the season. Opening game, the Detroit Lions, boy, they're just snake bit out there. Hopefully Jim Schwartz, pretty quality coach, can uh, survive that. they got a decent backup quarterback in Sean Hill, too. we got... Uh, Big week coming up in the NFL. We'll start previewing it tomorrow, and of course we'll have a football Friday as always. Yeah, David. It's the right shoulder, the throwing oh, shoulder. That's big bad. Day. That's bad because yeah, he separated his left shoulder, hurt his right shoulder. So now he was coming back this year off of a right shoulder injury, and then separates his right shoulder. It was, a grade three separation. <sighs> wow. Grade wow. three. I mean, nah, that's nothing. Grade three. Just snap it back in and tape it up. I thought it was a grade four. Come Coach, on. you're talking about a team with a very bright future who isn't making the playoffs this year. I know you're kidding around. I know you're kidding around, but that athletic uh, trainer usually you know, yeah, you got to make sure that kid is healthy because you look down the line. Since they got rid of Matt Millen, this team has really made a bunch of really, really, really wise football decisions. Mm-hmm. So Detroit is is a team that is loaded for uh, to be good if they can keep their quarterback healthy. Mm-hmm. They, they need Jeff Garcia. Is what they need as yeah. a backup. Four, you're ready to bring back forty something, Jeff Garcia. What was wrong with Sean Hill? He did a fine job as the backup quarterback. He did a he did a fine job of yeah. of making sure they didn't get blown out in all their losses. Well, one could argue well, he beat on. the I Bears. Mean, this, this team is pretty freaking good. Uh, I, to be honest with you, the the Lions. I know the the Bears have a a lot more talent in a couple positions. Mm-hmm. Overall, the overall talent is, of these teams right now is is. Extremely similar, and to be honest with you, the Detroit Lions have a lot more young talent than the Bears do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so. super young running back, Javid Best, the kid out of, what, California? Oh, yes, Coach. He's slumped a little bit, but uh, still tremendous potential. Very, very good, flashy, The, the exciting. problem with Javid Best is he's got concussion history. Uh-oh. So his, his uh, he, that's not good. If you have a concussion history, Coach, that, mm-hmm. that, that recurs. And what happened that that's the only problem with Javide Best. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. He's he's dynamic. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you hear uh, ex-Chicago Bull, ex-Sacramento King, I think, ex-LA Clipper, Quentin Daly, passed away at the age of 49. He died in his sleep uh, of a heart ailment last night. San Quentin Daly, as he was known when yep. he came to the Chicago Bulls. Yep. Had all kinds of issues. No question about it. A little crime situation, a little drug situation. But did he get his life together? He did. He, yeah. he, you know, when when he was he was fighting, he was fighting, and uh, according to some of the quotes and some of the stories from Quinton Daly Jr., 
who was a player at Eastern Michigan University. Uh, Dad had fought his way out of it and was actually running a correctional facility. I forget in what city, but he was trying to give back to the community, Big Dog, and try to tell other youths that were in his situation not to go the route that he did. So, uh, yeah, he, he was trying to straighten out his life. Hey, Coach, by the way, did you hear the, the, the story about Marcus Hendrick? Marcus Hendrick. It was, it was a story a couple days ago. This is Marcus Hendricks, good guy, was a business owner, uh-huh. okay, and uh, started a business owner in, in a very, very impoverished neighborhood, ran it for 20 years. It was uh, basically a remodeling business. He did all kinds of stuff. He gave this guy, Benny Teague, some work, and he was a convicted uh, uh, armed robber, all this other stuff, and uh, he ended up killing Marcus Hendricks, like, over just like a, a, like a job dispute. Wow. You know what I mean? And, like, you, know, you talk about, like, so if you – People like Marcus Hendricks, you know, they, they shouldn't be forgotten, you know, doing what mm-hmm. it takes to create their own business and also giving back to the community. And he gets killed for giving back to the wrong dude because he was just so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was so, like, you know, wanted to give back so much. He just, mm-hmm. you know, he would help anybody. And that ends up costing him his life. Somebody somebody trying to do the ultimate good, and it comes back and uh, literally, yep. literally uh, bites him in the backside to the worst extent. Mm-hmm. Sad. Very, very sad. No question about it. 888-463-6748. Caller Robert drops off and leaves uh, nine other lines wide open here. Two guys in a mic. TalkZone.com. Big Dog and a coach at your service. Uh, Big Dog, the Golden Gloves were given out in the American League yesterday. And, uh, you know, you got some of the usual names out there. Ichiro Suzuki, though, is worth mentioning. Did he win? In right field, he won his 10th consecutive. We talk about him as a great hitter, but 10 consecutive Golden Gloves, absolutely amazing for Ichiro. Deservedly, by the way. He isn't, it is not the reputation Golden Glove. That dude, uh, if you watch him in your eyes, Gold Glove winner. You look at the statistics, they're unbelievable, Coach. You know the, how they quantitatively do statistics uh, to see if a guy's a, a good defensive outfielder? Only Brett Gardner was better than him this year statistically, and those two were so far above number three it wasn't even funny. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, then the reputation. You know, it, it, he definitely just did. Tory Hunter win a gold glove yesterday, Coach. I don't think he did. Carl okay. Crawford, and who was the other out was there? Was it Brett Gardner of the Yankees? I he don't deserves think so. it, Coach. What's that? Do not, I, I'm, you know, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going off I'm, of I'm name. The first thing I'm going to do is go to uh, MLB.com when I get off mm-hmm. of, of here and Ch- then check it out. So I'm glad Chicago White Sox pitcher Mark Burley. Remember the phenomenal oh. play he made first game of the year? Yeah. The behind the back pass while well, that, that, buoyed him to yet another golden glove that's like his what fourth or fifth he's definitely in that area he's in mid-range it was it was between the legs not behind the back yeah whatever uh the (laughs) national league gold gloves haven't been given out they're being given out today here are your american league gold glove winners uh joe mauer at catcher deserve it uh mark teixeira oh i wouldn't know him teixeira uh, Robinson Cano, second yeah. base, New York Yankees. Oh, he did not deserve that. Yeah, it well, they, here, here comes another guy that didn't deserve it. Derek Jeter at shortstop. Interesting. Didn't deserve it either. Cliff yeah. Huntington of the A should have got it. Alexi Ramirez. Uh, for fielding? Yes, Alexi Ramirez had a great year, Coach, and I would have put it's either him or Pennington. I, I love Derek Jeter, did not deserve the gold glove. No way. Uh, even Longoria. Deserve it. Third base. Uh, Ichiro, who we've already mentioned, uh, Franklin Gutierrez of the uh, Mariners. That's the other guy. Yes, yes, they got it right. And, and, and Carl Parker. Crawford. Oh! Okay. And, of course, that's Mark fun. Burley, who we just mentioned. So Brett Gardner did not make it, which begs the question I have to ask you, who's Brett Gardner? 
Brett Gardner is the left fielder for the Yankees coach, and he made so many spectacular really? plays. But Franklin Gutierrez mm-hmm. and Ichiro Suzuki, mm-hmm. all, all, if you're a Seattle Mariner GM, what you need to do is go find yourself fly ball pitchers. That's all you need to do, and you will be you'll look like a genius. That's all you got to do is get a because that infield is made to like if you get a ground ball pitcher, that infield's made to have like singles go right through it. But the mm-hmm. park's gigantic in those outfielders. I yeah. mean, that's, I don't know. It, it seems pretty simple to me. What I you could, have to do is build your team around your pitching staff and and your and your defense. Frank I could Lear recommend to them. Coach. He's the second best outfielder in the American League. I, I would uh, recommend to them if, if they're looking for fly ball outfielders, the four or five middle relievers that started the season for the Chicago Cubs because they specialize <laughs> in giving up the fly ball. And fortunately, most of the fly balls were not the kind that Franklin Gutierrez or Ichiro would be able to catch. Yeah, the, the, the problem is that there's a difference between fly ball yes. pitchers and home run pitchers. Yes. Long as you, long as you keep it in the park. Give, give. By the way, we're hoping, we're hoping to get uh, both Ichiro Suzuki and Franklin Gutierrez on the show tomorrow for a little uh, uh Trois de trois with you, Big Dog. I thought of a little, like almost like a panel discussion. Oh. You, Ichiro, and Franklin Gutierrez. I can't promise it, but we're going to try to get that together. That would be really nice, Coach. I would love that. Yeah, I might just sit back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Big Dog. So there is a chance we might see you in studio tomorrow. Yeah, there's a chance you'll. No, Woo! there's uh, especially wow. if you come pick me up. There's a hundred percent chance that I'll be in studio tomorrow. Where? Where? And just let everybody know if you go to ShytownMix.com, you can see. My ode to Donovan McNabb will be loading up anytime now. Beautiful. So. Don't forget the shy is CHI. We forget some people listening overseas might not know the familiar uh, term that we put in there. All right, Big Dog, uh, great job today. Thank you, as per always. want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks those who called in our producer, David Olson. Great job, as always. We will do it again tomorrow at 10. Big Dog, be safe, and hopefully we'll see you in studio tomorrow, okay? I shall be there, Coach. God bless. Two guys at a mic. TalkZone.com signing off. Have a great day, everybody.